Here we go. Yay. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Family Fiction with Carmen. And Hallie. We should do that the other way because it's with Hallie and Carmen. Yeah. So let me restart. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Family Fiction with Hallie and Carmen. Uh, today is our first episode. So welcome. Um, basically, this is going to be a podcast about books, if you weren't clear from the logo. Um, but yeah, we talk about books all the time, so we figured we'd put it in podcast form. Which we have thought about doing this for about a few years, and then now that dream is becoming a reality. Yes. And for those of you who are friends and family members listening, thank you for listening. You might be our only listeners, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, so welcome to Family Fiction. Obviously, if you haven't couldn't tell from the title, um, we are cousins, so that's why it's called Family Fiction, and I credit the title to Hallie completely. Yeah, we were literally sitting in the car trying to figure out titles for this podcast, and I just threw out family fiction and it kind of just stuck works completely 100% okay so I kind of have like a template thing we're gonna go by for this first episode basically the first episode is just kind of gonna be a um introduction to the podcast and to us um and then from now on we'll start covering like actual topics per episode um so basically like we've already said our names Hallie and Carmen um but I guess we're just going to tell you guys a little bit about ourselves. So something I do on the side is MuggleNet. Not sure if you have ever heard of MuggleNet, but if you haven't and you are a Harry Potter fan, then you definitely need to check us out. Um, we're a Harry Potter uh, fan website. It's amazing. I've been working for them, oh gosh, probably two years, almost two years, maybe not a full two years. Um and I've loved every minute of it. Shout out to my MuggleNet family that's listening. <laughs> uh, but I have loved working with MuggleNet um, and getting to uh, talk to people every day who have the same love of Harry Potter that I do. So if you are a Harry Potter fan and you haven't heard of MuggleNet, be sure to check them out. Also, we're all the time having volunteer opportunities. So check that out as well. Still trying to get Hallie on board. Um but as a job, I do finance work, so completely opposite of, you know, books and Harry Potter. Hallie, you go to college. Tell us about it. <laughs> I am a freshman in college and still not knowing what I'm going to do with my life, but that's fine. It's totally fine. Um, I'm graduated and have a degree and still don't know what I want to do with my life. That's fun. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows Nobody what knows. they want to do when they first get into college. But um, I have been an avid book reader since very young. I was introduced to reading at a very young age and always was reading books, had my nose stuck in a book. Um, I would read five books a week in school. It was insane. And I'm recently, I have now decided to broaden my reading and decided to dabble into manga so I am now an avid manga reader and an avid anime watcher. So it's really good to like broaden your reading genres, I guess. But um, yeah, it's just 
reading's always been a part of my life and I don't know what I would do without it. <laughs> Amen. So also, I guess I didn't mention that I did graduate with an accounting degree. Probably should have mentioned that, but that's okay. So I guess another way to tell you about ourselves, if you're a Potter fan, then you'll understand these and what this means. I am a Hufflepuff. And I am a proud representation of Gryffindor. Hufflepuffs unite. Um, So also I am 24, about to be 25 in April. I had to think about that for a second. (laughs) Don't know how old you are. Do math for a second. Um, And I am 18 years old. So, yes, very different in ages, but, you know, the same in look, taste. So it's fine. Great minds. Think the left. It all works out. Okay. So next on my list, I have a favorite book. So this is probably like the hardest question we could ask ourselves. Oh, gosh, yes. But I always answer this question. Somebody asked me this question last year, and I was like, you can't ask me that. And then they said, what's the first book you thought of? And I'll give the same answer I gave then. It's always the first book I think of, and it's the book I've read the most, and that is uh, Catching Fire by Suzanne Collins from the Hunger Games series. The Hunger Games series was my entire personality in junior high and high school, so I guess I'll just go ahead and claim that as my favorite book. That's the one I've read the whole series probably twice through, but I've read Catching Fire probably like three or four times. I love Catching Fire. And when I say Hunger Games was her entire personality, I mean it was her, she lived and breathed Hunger Games. Oh my gosh. I did for every um, character day and at school for homecoming events and stuff like that. And Halloween, I always did the Katniss braid. And as we are sitting here in my reading room recording this podcast, Hallie is sitting in front of two Hunger Games posters framed on the wall. On the wall. I love the Hunger Games. It is a good time to be alive. Hallie, what's your favorite book? I always hate this question. For me, when it comes to a favorite book, it changes all the time whenever I read new books. But if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to say, oh gosh. Um, I'm trying to think of the book that really got me into reading and I've always considered that my favorite book. A lot of people don't know this series and it was called Spirit Animals. And I read it in, I believe, fifth or sixth grade. I read the entire series. It was my entire personality. And it's what really got me into reading. And I always went back to those books all the time. And I don't know, it was just such an underrated good series. Like not a lot of people knew about it. And so I think that's what made it extra special for me i get it yeah i've never i haven't read that series so no i didn't that way. <laughs> um oh gosh this one favorite author um i guess it depends on what retrospective speaking of if you're thinking like favorite current author or favorite author of all time let's do that why don't we do who is our favorite author of all time and then who is our, like, current favorite author, like, in current time? Favorite author of all time. Um, I don't freaking know. Probably, oh, 
gosh, there's so many good authors. I'm looking at my bookshelves right now. I'm just looking at Honestly, I'll probably just go back to the basics and go back to Suzanne Combs. Okay. Because honestly, if she wrote any other series, I would read it. Oh, yeah. Because she just, the characters are just so well built and the worlds that she built were so amazing. Um, gosh, I don't know. Yeah. I guess Suzanne Collins. Or, I hate to say Cassandra Clare. Cassandra Clare got me into reading, mm-hmm. but I really haven't really been into her books lately. Yeah. So I hate to say Cassandra Clare, but she got me into reading. The Mortal Instruments, like, hooked me into readings. Oh, yeah. Readings. That's you talk word. about that all reading. the time. Um, yeah. And then favorite current author. I think everyone listening to this podcast will agree that Sarah J. Moss reigns mm-hmm. supreme. Oh, I yeah. love that woman. And we will surely have a whole entire episode dedicated to her in the future. 100%. We love Sarah J. Moss in this house. Mm-hmm. This is a good place to be for Sarah J. Moss. I actually have like a whole shelf that's dedicated. I got some fan art and new sleeves and stuff, but... I think it's sad to say that she's going to outgrow one shelf pretty soon. And oh, yeah. I'll be sad to not be able to have them all on one shelf like mm-hmm. I have been, but that's okay, I guess. All How, right. So, what's your answers? Oh, gosh. Um, if I'm going to think of favorite author ever, um, this is going to sound really weird, but I'm going to say Rick Riordan. He mm-hmm. was my whole, listen, Percy Jackson was my entire childhood i grew up with those books i actually remember when the sequel series heroes of olympus came out and it was like all the rage everybody was reading it and we grew up with percy jackson i read the first book i believe three different times and i never actually finished the series but he's always just been like my favorite author and i'm hoping to complete all of his books and um in regards to a current author, it's kind of a tie between two different people. One of them is Sarah J. Moss, obviously. And the other one is Erin A. Craig, who is the mm-hmm. author of House mm-hmm. of Salt and Sorrows, which if you haven't read that book, oh my what God. are you waiting for? Oh my gosh, I cannot wait for the second one to come out. Oh, I know. For those who don't know what House of Salt and Sorrow is, think of it as the 12 Dancing Princesses, but horror version. That's exactly how to describe it. Dancing princesses with ghosts and things that will just creep you out in general. But also, I read Small Favors by Erin A. Craig recently, and it was just as good and just as creepy. So she definitely is coming up the ranks on favorite authors. I have not read Small Favors yet, but it is on my list to read soon. So hopefully I'm going to get around to that. Yes. Honestly, I do have battling authors for current favorites, too, because... There's so many new books out there constantly that when you find that new author, like, oh, I think they might be my favorite. Then you read another book and you're like, oh, wait, now they might be my favorite. It's really kind of a hard choice. I think we could probably give a top five to like, I was looking at my shelves too. And if we're going back to books that got me into reading 
and I said I couldn't say Cassandra Clare because I'm not still as into her, but one author that got me into, that was part of the reason I got into reading and that I'm still a huge fan of is Victoria Aveyard. Mm, yeah. Red Queen was a good time, and I cannot wait for the adaptation to be made. But also, going into current favorites, I, I come in and out of Colleen Hoover. Mm. Some of her books get me really like emotional and I get really into some of her books and then others are okay. Um, but then I think Hallie will agree with me too, that somebody else who's come really high up on my ranks lately is Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Oh yeah. Um, the inheritance game. Oh, I'm currently reading the final gambit right now and it's, Oh, that series is so good. If you all have not read that yet, please do yourself a favor. Read that series. It's so good. Well, and I think something I've, said about that series is that it really surprised me because sometimes with series you have a really good first book maybe a really good sequel but the third book never never holds up allegiant we can't even talk about that version no absolutely not but um yeah i think all three books which hallie hasn't finished the third one but all three books were just as good as the first one mm-hmm. um the sequel held up really well the ending held up really well and now she's coming out with another series which is it's separate from the inheritance games but it is a continuation off the inheritance games which i think is going to be interesting i think it's going to be really interesting to see and i think i saw that she's coming out with another book which i don't even know if i told you about this it's called the grandest games and i think it's going to be a different series off of the inheritance games which is incredible i'm like she's popping books out left and right i can't freaking wait i love it i love 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 it like i don't typically go for that kind of genre i I know really mystery solving puzzles yes lately i've been really into fantasy but well no that's not true so in the past several years i've read majority fantasy but i had told hallie the other day i've been getting really into psychological thrillers so mystery thrillers stuff like the inheritance game stuff like house of salt and sorrows where it was really like psychologically crazy trying to guess what was what verity by colleen hoover trying trying to determine what's the truth i've been really into that genre lately i love like being kept on the edge and keeping me guessing I, i'm really loving that trope lately so mm-hmm. definitely definitely um i would say top five favorites um another person that i forgot to even mention that um i don't even know if she has any other books out um romina russell who wrote the zodiac series mm-hmm. and um, is that the zodiac academy no or is that it's a complete it's zodiac is a I'm not one to usually read a lot of sci-fi or um, outer space sort of genres, but here's the funny story with Zodiac. So we're going to go back to when we went and saw The Death Cure, the Mm. third Maze Runner movie. I watched The Maze Runner last night, by the way. Oh, did you? For the first time in a very long time. It's been a while since I watched the first one. Dylan O'Brien. Anyways, so we went to go watch the death cure and obviously we had to stop in barnes and noble because why not it was just there listen anytime hallie and i go to knoxville together 
if we don't go to Barnes and Noble, something happened to us along the way because usually when we go to Barnes, if we're going to Knoxville together, we're making a pit stop at Barnes and Noble unless it's with others. But if it's just us, we're going on book buying trip. Yep. And anyways, so normally I'm not one to pick up books just because the cover's cool. But with Zodiac, it was real. It was really that situation. Also, I'm very interested in like Zodiac and astrology stuff. It's really cool to learn about. And so I saw the cover and I was like, hmm, that looks good. And so I read the back and I was like, okay, I'll pick it up. If it's not good, then oh well. I ended up loving it. And so I went ahead and bought the second, third, and fourth book. And so busted it all out in like almost two weeks. It Oh, so good. And another person that me and her, me and Carmen both share as a pretty good author and a favorite of ours is Lee Bardugo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait for season two. Benjamin Barnes looks so good Mm -hmm. in the trailers. I also saw, um, we're going off topic here about the Shadow and Bone live adaptation, but the second season Apparently, um, I follow the guy who plays Jesper on in the six in the Six of Crows crew, and um, he said that the next season is going to be multiple books, like probably books two and three. Well, I think I got approved for season three, so maybe it's going to be Crows. I wonder if they're doing Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom. Because they might try to pull in Roll of Wolves. Well, unless they finish, they might finish the Shadow and Bone series in season two and leave Crooked Kingdom for season three to line up with Roll of Wolves. Or no, King of Scars. It kind of makes sense to put Siege and and Storm and Ruin and Rising together because um, Siege and Storm was kind of I don't boring? think there's a lot. Yeah, there might not be a there lot of There wasn't a lot of action going on there. And Ruin and Rising was like, oh boy. And so it kind of makes sense to put those two together. And I guess the third season would be Six of Crows, Crooked Kingdom. But they might throw in tidbits of King of Scars and Rule of Wolves because it has Nikolai. Well, they're definitely going, I think they're definitely doing Six of Crows with season two. And then it would be Crooked Kingdom for season three. And probably King of Scars for season three. Mm-hmm. And so they might be, because you haven't, you haven't read King of Scars, have you? I've not read King of Scars yet. Um, There's some tie-ins from Shadow and Bone, so I could see them carrying over oh yeah, from Shadow 100%. and Bone um, to season three. I've only read, I did read, I read all of Shadow and Bone. I read it first, like long before the series even came out and before it was even announced. Um, Six of Crows, I read after we watched it or before and then i started crooked kingdom didn't get through it and but i may pick it back up before this next season comes out and then i really need to read king of scars duology because everybody says it was so good so okay next topic (laughs) this okay so the next two three the next three things are not necessarily book related but I think this is a fun get to know you questions. Favorite movie? Oh, no. Hallie has not seen my favorite movies. Okay. We've discussed this already. For the record, we're going to be watching them soon. So don't get snippy. Um, so oh, gosh. Favorite movie? Go on. 
Ooh. Make a decision. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Anyways, favorite uh, movie. Oh no. See, I don't like these questions because I don't know right away. Um, but if I had to pick one, I'm gonna say. I always change my decision, but right now I'm gonna say Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Studio Ghibli. Um, Again, I did tell I'm an anime lover. <laughs> I did see Chase, our cousin, the other night, and he told me that Studio Ghibli was overrated. <gasps> and I I'm gonna flew across him. the table at him. I'm gonna text him and say, "Did you just say Studio Ghibli's overrated? You are no longer my cousin." Like, how tragic. Um. Okay, so you're locking that in, Spirited Away. Yeah, for now. It's just uh, when Carmen, when Carmen first introduced me to that movie, I instantly fell in love because like the artwork. I'm a sucker for like good like mm. artwork, and wasn't like some of the landscapes in the back like watercolor. Uh, yes, no. The scene when they're traveling via train. Sammy, listen. I know he's good looking, but you don't. <laughs> I have a hey picture <laughs> that is taped to a piece of cardboard that it's like a, it's almost like a stand up, like the way the cardboard is folded makes it stand up on the shelf and it has a picture of Michael B. Jordan taped to it. It is a long story of why I have it, but I wasn't going to get rid of it. I mean, why waste good paper and why waste that beautiful face? So, okay. So he's sniffing it and I, oh, I know why he's up there. His presents are in that bag, and he discovered oh, them yeah. last night. He found them last night. <laughs> I, okay. I had his presents for Christmas in a bag in the floor, and when I walked back into this room the other night, or last night, he was laying on the bed, and the bag was pulled out, the toys were spread out all over the floor, and he was looking at me like, oh, I don't know how this no. happened. Doesn't he do that every year? Every year he's like a toddler and so i had to put them up on a high space so he cannot get to them but he knows they're up there okay so you're Back locked to the anyways so there's a scene from spirit away where they're riding on the train to go see um you baba's sister mm-hmm. i can't for the life of me think of her name right now and uh when they're on the train and she's looking out the window they're passing they're passing through the spirit world and there is a house that is shown in the yeah. background on one of the scenes. And it is so beautiful. And I've been obsessed with that ever since. Like, if I could get that in an actual painting to frame, I would. And I'm pretty sure I probably can. And oh, I yeah. will have that someday. And um, I went to I went to Disney in, oh, gosh, uh, June, July. Um, yes, because we went for my 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to move it from June due to some circumstances and I went into we were at Epcot and we went to the Japan pavilion and I went into the store and they had these like little movie poster like frames of like different Studio Ghibli movies they had like Spirited Away, Howl's Moving Castle, My Neighbor Totoro and I actually got three of them I got two Spirited Away ones and I got one My Neighbor Totoro and I gave one to Carmen and it's where they're sitting on the train and it's I'm looking at it right now, and I was like, it's so good. I have to get it for Carmen because yes. we both love Studio Ghibli. That's my favorite scene too, so it works perfectly. Yes, love it. Okay, my favorite movie. It is one that Hallie's not seen, but I have made a list of movies that Hallie has not 
scene that we will be watching. Maybe even next week, because I'm off next week. Yeah. Um. This previous su- this past Sunday, we went to the Supernatural convention oh in Nashville, which we could probably talk so about that. Fun. And um, Jensen we were and in Jared. the car, and she was telling, listing off all the names of the movies that she's watched. And she would basically ask me, have you watched these? And a majority of them, I said no. But some of the Disney movies, I said yes. Well, some of them, she answered parts of it. And that's just not enough for me. Like, she has not seen the entire movie of the live-action remake of Peter Pan with Jeremy Sumter. And that, to me, is just not okay. I feel like you cannot go through life without seeing that movie. I grew up on that movie. He was my childhood crush. I found out recently that he only lives three hours from us. So, you know. You never know. I love him so much. But she has not seen the full the full movie she's seen bits and pieces so that's on the list but so my favorite movie of all time is parks of being a wallflower oh yeah i have also not seen that movie sadly my favorite character is patrick who is played by ezra miller oh no (laughs) and i still claim this is my favorite movie and i still claim him as as my favorite character just not the actor (laughs) let's just ignore the fact that ezra miller is the actor but that movie, to me, ugh, it makes me cry every single time I watch it. And I actually took a film class in college, randomly, and uh, we had to write a paper studying our favorite film. And obviously I chose that one. And there's just so much symbolism in that movie. I don't, if you haven't watched it, I definitely recommend it. Um, I know a lot of people who've read the book. Oh, I've read the book too. <sighs> so good. but. They, yeah, I love that movie so much. It just, there's so much to it that you just don't even get when you first watch it. And honestly, it took me a minute to realize what the, what was happening. Because when I first watched it, I was still in high school. And so I just didn't understand what was happening. But after you watch it the second time, you're like, oh, that's not okay. But yeah. So I've noticed that with a lot of different like movies and shows that I've watched when I was younger. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Whatever cool movie but then when you go back and see it years later you're like oh you start to notice things you didn't notice as a kid and well, so kind of like, like dad oh. and i watched the jim carrey grinch oh yesterday. yeah <laughs> and that movie is not for children that is the grinch for adults you probably know what my answer is gonna be but favorite show ah uh, you know what my answer is don't you what have we been watching lately? Ah, uh, Teen Wolf. <sighs> Listen, I will ride or die by Teen Wolf. I okay. I have technically have two answers for this. So, if we're going off of shows that I could literally watch anytime, it means a lot to me. I've got well, I guess that applies to both shows. I've got two different shows that have been meaningful impacts in my life, and one is Teen Wolf. Mm-hmm. Because that ended when I was a senior in high school. And sadly, her sister was with me for oh, yep. the second to last episode. And if you've watched the show, then you know. And no, not the second to last episode. She was there for the finale yeah, she was of there. 5A. So the, the mid-season finale. And bless her heart. If you've watched the show, then she you know what happened. Off. 
I've waited. Or no, it's not 5A. Ignore everything I've just said. It's 6A. I'm sorry. The mid-season finale of season six. And if you've watched the show, then you know what I'm talking about. And bless her heart, she had never watched an episode before that one. And let's just say I had waited six years for something to happen. And it finally happened. And her arm got clawed to pieces. I remember. Hallie doesn't know what I'm talking about because she hasn't watched the show. But she will. She will. If you've watched the show, then you know that a lot of us fans waited six seasons for something to happen. And it finally happened. Um, yeah, we started so watching. We started watching Teen Wolf. Ooh. I'm rewatching with her. She's watching it for yeah, the, first it the first time around season two. I, I was like, why have I not watched this before? This is so freaking good. And Styles is my whole personality. <laughs> I love Yellen O'Brien. I saw a TikTok. I sent it to you, but I don't know if you watched it. I saw a TikTok that showed Charlie from the Twilight movies. Yes, I watched and it. And it was like, I sw- the girl said, I swear this is Dylan O'Brien when he gets older. Exactly. And the facial expressions are the same. And it's so accurate. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally Dylan with a mustache. He will be Charlie Swan whenever he grows up. I swear. It's wild. All right. Uh, but yes. Okay. So that's my one favorite. My other favorite that has impacted me and is actually the reason I started writing is the bold type. Oh, okay. Interesting. If you have Hulu, please go watch it. I love the bold type. I I don't know why I thought you were about to say Gilmore Girls. No. I've watched that a lot, though, but not, no, no, the bold type, man. That was, that was a big, big deal for me. I, it was only four seasons, I think, and I sobbed when that show went off. Absolutely sobbed. Because Jane Sloan will forever be my favorite character. Hallie, look up on the side of this cabinet. What would June Sloan do? Jane. Jane. I can't read cursive. <laughs> Says, what would Jane Sloan do? She is one of my favorite TV show characters of all time. I love Jane. She, um, yeah, her getting, her going through her writing journey on that show mm-hmm. is what got me to finally decide, like, you know what? This is something I can do. Yeah. And got into it. And it's the reason I'm with MuggleNet because that's the only reason I had the courage to sign up for MuggleNet. I just, that show was everything. I loved The Bold Type. If you have not watched it, I definitely recommend. Um, definitely if you're a female and in your 20s, that is a great show to watch. So much fun. So, okay. yes. What's your favorite show? Okay. So, mine are kind of tied. And you're just probably a manga. Two of them are. Shut up. Listen. One of them is an anime. I. The other one is has real people in it. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the first one that I'm going to talk about is the anime, and it is. You probably don't know what it is, but you might. It's Attack on Titan. Well, yeah, that's (laughs) popular, but I've never watched it. Um, I started. Oh gosh, it Attack on Titan holds a special place in my heart. Because it was the first anime I ever watched. It was the first manga I ever read. And it was the first manga that I completed and collected in its own entirety. Um, it was the literally the first series I ever completed. And it just it holds a special place in my heart. It's a special place on my shelf. But yeah, oh gosh. The story is just, it's so good. It's so good. If you've watched it, then you know what I'm talking about. Um... It's got great characters. It's great storyline. Really great foreshadowing and like symbolism stuff. Oh, it's so good. 
Now, if I had to choose between the sub version and the dub version, sub version is it's in Japanese, but you have subtitles. The dub version is just straight up English. I'd say both because here's the thing. The sub versus dub argument is so stupid. It's one of the most pointless arguments ever. And both of them are good. I will not choose one over the other. And I just, it's so good. Now, my favorite TV show with real people is, you probably know what it is. It's Supernatural. Mm-hmm. 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 Wait, yes. So, Hallie <laughs> mentioned earlier we went to the Supernatural convention this last Sunday in Nashville. And it was a blast. Oh, it was so much fun. I was like, why didn't we go to these earlier? Yeah, I think next year we decided we're going to stay at least one night. I'd like to stay the whole weekend, though. But. I think maybe at least one night because I would like to see Kim Rhodes. We didn't get mm-hmm. to see Kim Rhodes. We did get to see Ruth, um, who, who plays Rowena. We got to see Samantha, who plays their mother, Mary. And then we got to see, obviously, Jensen and Jared and Richard Spate and uh, Rob Benedict, yes, who plays Chuck, were there as well. And they were like the whole thing was a blast. Obviously, if you're a fan of Supernatural, then you probably have watched panels on YouTube or TikTok, and you know that I Jared watched a panel just yesterday. Well, and you know that Jared spends the majority of the time trying to tra- crack jokes and puns and dad jokes, and he did so there, and it was so interesting. I Some fan told him that her city has a pun off. And I would not be surprised if Jensen's, if Jared, sorry, signs up. And then Jensen cracked a joke and then he said, never mind, I'm entering next year. And honestly, I would travel to go see that. I love it. They were just, they were awesome. I think if we go back next year, we'd like to go at least meet somebody. I don't really care who. I'd like to meet Ruth. Ruth was really cool. She was awesome. She came down into the the crowd and was spotting all the redheads which i'm a new newly found redhead i'm naturally blonde but i decided to go red recently and i'm loving it um but yes i think i'd like to meet ruth she was really cool she did a celtic blessing it was all in celtic so that was really cool but she was awesome um i'd like to see kim rhodes that's Just exactly because I, I need to, to make my I'd childhood dreams. Jensen and Jared, but I would also love to meet Kim Rhodes because ha- her, I feel like her panels are like so motivating. Well, I just need to see her to satisfy some childhood nostalgia because that's Carrie Martin from Sweet yeah. Life with Zach and Cody. And I'm going to need know. to meet her. She still has like a lot of her, if not all of her scripts from Sweet Life with Zach and Cody because she's put them up on her Instagram. And I think that's so cool. Like she loves it. I would love mm-hmm. it. I would love to meet her. But yeah, back to Supernatural. I started watching it. Who watched it first? Was it you or was it me? I think it was me. I think it was you. I think I started. I literally was on Netflix and I saw it and I was like, I'll give it a try. And Little I think did I know you only was- got like a season in whenever I started. I started right after you, I think. I think I was on like season two when you started. Because yes. I watched like season one in like two days. Um. But yeah, I literally was on Netflix and I was like, oh, Supernatural. I'll try. Little did I know what would happen. Oh I'd gosh. go down that rabbit hole. 15 seasons later. Um, 
it was it's so good i've laughed with the show i've cried with the show um definitely cried cried a million times because how many times have they died um yeah it was just really good and i it was really fun for me because i got to see um jeffrey dean morgan act in another show because Mm -hmm. i was watching the walking dead before i watched supernatural and he plays negan on the walking dead and i love jeffrey dean morgan i got to see him play john winchester now granted john winchester's Kind the of worst. but it is the, not the best father of the year in the show. Spoiler alert. Okay. So. But yeah. So my two favorite shows are Supernatural and Attack on Titan. All right. Next question. Next question. I know that Katie's probably listening to this. Katie is my cousin on my mom's side of the family, so not on Hallie's side. But she may or may not appear on this podcast. She probably will at some point. Oh, yeah. Because I want to have her on to talk about Enneagram stuff. She's very into it. But anyways. What she's what? gonna hate me for this next question purely because she's gonna hate my answer. Favorite artist slash band. Oh, okay. So my favorite band is the Jonas Brothers. Because <laughs> I grew up with the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I got to go see them on their Happiness Begins tour. It's in my bedroom. Okay. I was, I was looking for the um poster. I have a so there's this company called With the Band that um laid out posters in everyone's seat at the Nashville concert. And it said, thank you for coming back to us. And it said to hold it up during Come Back to Me. Well, we everyone held it up and the Jonas Brothers cried. We made the Jonas Brothers cry. That will forever be Love a core that. memory. But I got to go on their tour. I have watched them. The very first time I ever saw them in concert was when they opened up for Hannah Montana, when I saw Hannah Montana in Knoxville. So I've been there for their entire journey. <laughs> so, yes. I love them. Favorite artist? Hallie likes her too. I don't know if it's going to be her favorite artist, but Halsey. Again, I'm so yeah. sorry, Katie. <laughs> she's not my all-time favorite, but she's definitely in like my top 10. So for reference to those who don't know Katie, Katie hates pop music. So I'm sorry, Katie. <laughs> she's going to hate the fact that I named two pop artists. Okay. But um, Hallie, your answers. Uh, is it just, is it favorite band and artist? You can do one or the other. You can do both. Right. I can't physically answer that question without giving both. Mm-hmm. Because I like the Jonas Brothers, but I also love Halsey. Um, oh, wait. Wait. Mm-hmm. I might change my answer. Not really change, but add. Okay. Be- sincerely, because I spent five hours online trying to get tickets. Taylor Swift. 100%. Nice. I spent I five thought. hours online getting Taylor Swift tickets, so I can't not name her. Listen, she was, listen, I'm not going to the concert, but she literally was stressing me out because she was like, I need to get these tickets. Oh my gosh, I got three tickets. So imagine being the person online to get tickets because one of my best friends was also online, but she had to get off because she had a family thing to go to. And so then it was left to me. Super stressful. So and then I finally got the text of my name in all caps saying, we got the tickets. I couldn't believe we got them. I really didn't think we were going to get that them. That was such a crap well, show. Because when I got in, you could see seats just disappearing. I know. She- and I had already seen a lot of this stuff where people got kicked back out. And mm-hmm. so I was really afraid that was going to happen to me. And it, I, I do like feel guilty because I know there's probably people ahead of me that got kicked out. And so I feel guilty. I but also pissed. at the same time, I survived. Yes. So I survived the the Great War. I will survive. I survived the Great War. Taylor Swift fans will understand the reference. Yep. So, yes, continue with your favorite. Uh, 
Oh gosh, if I had to pick, um, so I've got two different answers. So the first one is, it is a group that some people may know, but not a lot of people. They're called Surfaces. Mm. Now, they're the people that wrote the Sunday Best song that went viral on TikTok for a while. Katie would probably like them. And the There you go, Katie. Yeah, they're very much, like, um, not well-known. Very, They're chill. They're, they're, they're vibing. Their music is very chill, very good. Um, one of my favorite songs from them is 24-7-365. And I sing it all the time. I blast in my car. It may, their songs make me feel, want to like run out to the beach, even though we live in Tennessee and there's no beach. Katie but, would like them. Yeah. So they're one of my favorites. And another one of my favorite artists, and this is why they're tied, is Lindsey Sterling, mm. the infamous violin player. I have never, pl- I will never I play the violin in my content. life. I tried when I was young and failed. But I just love listening to her songs. They sound like one of her albums, the Artemis album, sounds like something it should be it should be in like a fantasy. She movie. could definitely like if they don't rope her in to do some soundtracks for the Akatar TV show, I think they're missing an opportunity. And there's another person. There's another person who does music on TikTok. I may have sent her the video. There's a few people I follow Taylor that Ash, have been doing some. And she did Akatar a whole stuff. theme song surrounding Akatar. And oh my gosh, it was so good. I'm like, and she's coming out with two other soundtracks. One's titled The Wolf in the Wood, and it's basically mm-hmm. all of chapter one of A Court of Thorns and Roses. And um, she's doing one surrounding the Calamai. So it, I listened to a little bit of it. And I was like, oh, my God, she needs to do this film score for Akatar or I will riot. Oh, I know. And then what's the other person that did that? Sarah is another girl. Oh, gosh. Chelsea Woodheads? Yes. Who did um, To Keep You From Breaking? Yes. Oh, see, makes me I emotional. feel like we should write the show. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I do have that. Never mind. That's spoiling an episode it. idea. Well, I guess. Here's a tease. Um, at some point, we're going to discuss Akator, obviously, and I want us to fan cast who we would like to play. Okay. Well, I, I already have say- one idea that I told Hallie about the other day hmm. from House of the Dragon. Millie Alcock? Nope. My man. Not Matt Damon. Which man? Car- there's like Carmen. There's Matt like Damon. fifty different men. Matt Smith who plays Damon. That's what Matt I Damon. I was like Matt Damon. Who's Matt Damon? <laughs> you don't know who Matt Damon is? I might, but I I can't put a name to a face. Hallie, the Born Legacy. Matt Damon. Oh, okay. All right. Good Never mind. Um, Matt it- Smith who plays Damon, but that's not who I'm talking about. Um, Eamon. Ewan. No. Nope. Evan? What's his name? The character. Amond. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what his the actor's That's name is. That's what I was asking. I was like, what's his name? Like I don't remember the, the actor's, act, the name. actor's name. But I would like him to play Lucian. That's mm-hmm. my personal. He vote. could be really good as Lucian. Because he has he already has the eye patch. <laughs> I just need them to go ahead and announce something. Like, give me something. They're they haven't announced to. anything. They're not going to because they want to keep that cast. Locked. I know, but I don't even need to know cast. Like, I just need, like, we're in production. I just need, like, we're in production announcement. I just hope it's not another, like, throne of glass situation. 
I know, because they had thrown, I don't if anybody doesn't know, they had Throne of Class optioned as a TV show, and they, I guess it was a TV show, not a movie. It was a TV show. And they, uh, the contract expired before they did anything, and so it went out. But I feel like she can't let that happen with Akatar because all of book talk will burn her house, her house to the ground. Okay. All right. Or burn themselves to the ground. But yeah, anyways, back to Lindsay Sterling. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got off on a tangent. See, this is what's going to happen a lot, and I apologize to listeners ahead of time. We get on tangents. But see, this is why we had to create a podcast, because we get on these tangents anyways. So why not share the tangent, what we talk about? Yeah, so this is probably what a majority of these podcast episodes are going to be like. We might start out on a topic and like completely deviate from that topic and just then maybe get back to it and then just deviate again. So that may be what it's going to be like. But hey, it, it'll it's fine. Um, but yeah, back to Lindsay Sterling again. Um, I think, I don't know, there's just something about her mute. Also, I love the fact that she doesn't just stand and play. She like dances around. And I'm like, that is some real talent. I don't care who you are. Like, as a dancer, I'm like, respect. <laughs> 100%. All right. Next question, if there are even any next questions. Yes. All right. What's one fun fact about yourself? I think I already gave my fun fact, which is muggle nut. Oh, yeah, mud muggle nut. I don't really. Callie's a ballerina. There's your fun fact. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I am a dancer. I've been a dancer for. Ooh, five or six years probably more I don't really keep track I do almost everything I do tap jazz ballet I do have point shoes so if anybody's interested in learning about that (laughs) about the pain I go through then you're more than welcome to know all the facts but yeah I am a dancer so we've kind of said what this show's gonna be that was all for my questions so okay. that's all our get to know you. Um, so we kind of already said what this show is going to be about. Basically, just to reiterate, it's going to be, you know, us discussing different book topics, whether that's a certain book, a certain book series, a certain author, or maybe just tropes certain, in general. Yeah, certain tropes. Um, certain characters. Yep. We've got all kinds of stuff lined up. Um, so, yeah, just like book chats. Book chats. We may talk about um, adaptations on like what we would maybe what yes. we would like to see we'll ad- probably adapted. Do, we'll probably do a review of season two of Shadow and Bone. We'll probably do a review of a lot of things. Oh my gosh, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes is coming out in 2023. Up, uh, and I also think that the Inheritance Games got approved for they a did. series. And what else got approved for a movie? Lightlark Queen is yes, Lightlark's getting a movie. Red Queen is supposed to be getting a TV show on Hulu or well, Peacock. I it was Peacock. Maybe it's Peacock. I think it's Peacock. Maybe um, it's Peacock. Oh, yeah. And Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Lightlark is getting made into a movie, Universal, I think. Um, I don't know if that'll go through or not. Cause, well, I think it is because it's all over Alex Astor's TikTok. Yeah. So, well, sometimes, I it's still sometimes going. when things get, uh, say, they're going to get adapted into a movie. Sometimes that stuff just falls through. So hopefully that doesn't happen. <sighs> the Deathlands. I'm still upset about that. Mm-hmm. Deathlands Blood Red Road by Laurie Young was supposed to get adapted back in 2017. Still has yet to do anything. Uh, so I think, yeah. think it's safe to say it's not happening. <laughs> I wish it would. 
so yes um just different discussions about books all things books um our post schedule so this episode is going up the first wednesday of the year mm-hmm. barring any complications um is our post schedule is going to be every wednesday Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to record every Friday beforehand. So if you ever have any questions, be sure and send them in the, before that Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're going to have some socials up. The Instagram is a Family Fiction Podcast. And the TikTok should be too. If it's not, I haven't set up our TikTok yet. I need to. If it's not, we'll do it after this. I will put it in the description either way. So the handles will be down below in the description um, and also up on, you know, both socials. So we will have those. Um, We have goals for the show as far as guests we'd like to have on. We've made a Mm -hmm. list of guests we would love to have on that's on our dream list. Some TikTokers, some Instagrammers that we would both love to have on. So we're just trying to, we put those in a list basically to manifest it. Such as Caven, we would love to, but you know. We may also talk about in our episodes, we may also do like weekly updates in regards to like what we're reading, what yes. our TBR is like. We may do like TBRs at like the beginning of the month every time. And we're definitely so, going to do monthly wrap ups. And hopefully we'll, um, do you want to talk about 2023 goals? It's on my list. It's on your list. Okay. Yes. Yeah, um, I'm still working on mine. So. Yes, we're going to have, like, different guests we want to have on. We've got different games planned to do and different segments. We've got some non-reader friends and family that we want to have on to do. If, if any of you follow Kaven, then you know she had her husband rank fictional men without having any knowledge of who they are, just based off looks. And so we would like to do that kind of stuff with them, just different stuff like that. I think it'll just be quite funny. So 2023 reading goals. So I have already set up mine. I'm going to put up my full reading goals TBR on my personal TikTok and Instagram. We might put it on our podcast socials as well. I think I've got a majority. I think I've got mine pretty much set in stone. It's in my head. It's not written out on a piece of paper like I normally would do. I have certain categories set up. I won't get into all the books, but basically I've got some nonfictions on my shelves that I'd like to read that I haven't gotten to. Um, I've got some classics that I would like to read. And then I am doing a high school revisited. So I'm going to be listening to the audiobooks of things like The Hunger Games, um, probably The Mortal Instruments, just some different books that I read in high school that I'm going to listen to. And then every year I reread Harry Potter and I've never listened to the audiobooks. So this year I am listening to the audiobooks. So yeah, that's my general consensus. My general um, 2023 reading goals is definitely I want to, at some point in the year, I want to reread Throne of Glass. Um, I may listen to the audiobooks or I may just read them because sometimes I just do better with reading. Um, I also want to give some books that I did DNF from Blood and Ash is not in this category. I will never pick up a book from that ever again. Um, I really want to give some, some book talk books that I thought were bad and didn't read. 
but want to give another try, for example. I want to give Shatter Me another try. Um, yes. I read, I, I got like him. two chapters in the first book and then quickly said, nope, uh, nope. I finished the book and just didn't love it, but I might give it another shot because I almost better. didn't read. Hallie had to like force me to read A Court of Mist and Fury because I almost didn't continue because I did not like A Court of Thorns and Roses. I thought it was corny. I thought it was cheesy. Oh, and then I quickly made I quickly proved her wrong. So maybe Shatter Me has a similar situation going on. I also on. made her read Tower of Dawn. She was mad that she was gonna have to read Tower of Dawn for Kingdom of Ass. Nobody here likes Kale. Let's just all admit it right now. Nobody wanted to read Tower of Dawn. Nobody wanted to read a whole book about Kale. I personally here's the thing. Mr. Boring. Here's the thing. I I I have my issues with Kale, but I will say that Tower of Dawn for me was not a boring read. No, I thought it I was good. The book. I just I just have issues with Kaol. Yes. I after I read it, I enjoyed the book and I actually would like to read a spin-off more about that family because I thought the dynamic was interesting. Yeah, but, we'll talk about that in the in the episode. Yes. Yes. Um what's the other thing? Um I um Normally, I would love to say I'm going to read all the books on my shelf in 2023, but let's be real, that's not going to happen. Um, nope. So, I w- instead of going to change it, I want to get at least a majority of the books on my shelf that I've not read, read. So, maybe that. And this is a specific series that I want to give a try in 2023. And everybody says it's good. And I think, I don't know if you read it or not. You may have read a little bit of it. The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. I had it. I did too, and but I never I opened it. Never read it, and then I got rid of it. Yeah, I never read it too, but everybody says it's so good, and so I'm. I had heard when the first one came out, I had heard mixed reviews, and so that's why I got rid of it. And I wish I wouldn't have because. Ever since the others have come out, everyone just raves about it, and so I wish yeah. I wouldn't have gotten rid of it. I'm really, I'm really intrigued about it. But yeah, hopefully, I want to get it, at least half of the books that I have not read on my shelf read, and it would make myself feel very relaxed and very. Like, you have a lot less books than I do. I can't set goals like that. <laughs> yeah, I counted my books, and I have like 356 books. Have you seen my manga shelf? Oh, true. I didn't think about your manga because your manga's in a different room. My manga, here's the thing. I have my manga and books set in a completely different room. My manga is in, is on my old bookshelves and they're in my bedroom. But for my birthday, we bought the same exact bookshelves that like Carmen has. We put them in the playroom. And when I put my books on there, I was like, oh crap, I don't have a lot of books. Yeah. I thought I had a lot of books until I moved to one of these shelves was the first time too. Yeah. Which now my shelves are full and i don't know where i'm gonna put books if i get any more you're gonna it's really straight i've already had to like stack some there's you could buy like a the bone spindles another cart you could buy like a little cart well granted well, you have nowhere to put it right now i don't because my christmas stuff is still up because when we're, rec- we're recording this like i said on december 23rd so my christmas yeah. tree is still up all the presents are still out um but yeah, if you could see her shelves, which if you follow Carmen on TikTok, you've probably seen her yeah. shelves. Her shelves are full. Which, speaking of, let's go ahead and plug our personal socials. So if you would like to follow us on our own socials, my Instagram is Carmen's Corner. 
Common think about that for a second. Corn, hold on, yeah, let me. Hold on, I'm gonna have to look up and see. I gotta what look her my up. My thing is, my Instagram is at Carmen's dot corner. That's K A R M E N S dot K O R N E R. Yes, I know that's not how you spell corner, but I did that on purpose. And then my TikTok. As we grab our phones to look at our social medias. <laughs> I don't know what my TikTok handle is. I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same Carmen's Corner. It is. It's the exact same handle. Which, again, we'll put this all in the description. And mm-hmm. if you follow us on our uh, our the show's Instagram and stuff, we'll plug our personal socials. So my Instagram and TikTok is both Carmen's.Corner. Hallie? Um, my Instagram is Hallie Vance. It's literally just mine. First and last name all together. And then my TikTok is Hallie's Anime Corner. So look it up. Um, so yeah, give us a follow on those if you are interested. Hallie does her TikTok is entirely manga. So if you like manga, then follow her TikTok. Um, my Instagram and TikTok are booktalk slash bookstagram accounts. So if you like just books in general, then you have those because I switched my Instagram over to a total bookstagram. It's no longer everyday life. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's basically all I had on here. We were going to do our January TBRs, but I do not have mine picked out. Nope. So we'll put them up on the socials. <laughs> yeah. Um, so give us a follow on the socials, which by now, by the time this podcast is uploaded, those will already be on there. So check out our socials. Um, we and may again, even I'll put, put them on our, like, on the Family Fiction podcast. We may, like, their podcast socials. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Podcast socials, yeah. So we'll put them up on the podcast socials. So, yes, be sure to check those out. Um, for reference, Hallie and I are about to film a TikTok that I have an idea of. We're wearing our matching sweatshirts. Mine says, Ready, Fred. Mine says, Ready, George. Thumbs up. So um, we got these for when we went to Universal one year. But we got some compliments on these. Yes, yes. So they'll be up on our socials as well. So yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed this first podcast. I know that it didn't really involve a whole lot of book discussion. It it's probably very, about half and half. Organized. Okay, about half and half. Um, but our second episode is going to be about book tropes so i'm so excited yes so if you enjoyed this episode um be sure to give us a follow on the socials and subscribe to the podcast Please subscribe um and yeah we'll see you guys on the next episode we're going to discuss those tropes so yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening guys